What do you do when you have five guys with five different points of view, five different opinions, all on one show? Hmm. Sounds like this is going to get ugly. Say what up to Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggie as they deliver brutal honesty, real talk about whatever. You are now tuned in to the rawest podcast on the planet, Uncensored Mics. Hey, what's up, Uncensored Mics family? We back for another episode. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing today? Doing good. I'm doing good. Good, good. I'm straight, man. Anything new happen? What's going on with y'all? Man, um, <laughs> uh, my kids is a trip, bro. <laughs> kind of told this off air i say right now man um my, my kids had <laughs> had a little little invented in school and um i kind of overpaid and um got a little leftover money i think it was like probably like 20 or 30 dollars shit leftover money and uh you know teacher told me yeah i'm i'm gonna give it to you Ryus, my son shout out to my son love you boy boy and um i'm gonna get the money to him you know so get, get back the money that same day it just so happened that uh I guess Mr. Salty or Kono Ice, one of those two, was going at the school, which they do, I think, probably like once a month. And um, I had already gave my son and daughter money for them to go get their ice cream and all that. You know, on occasions, you know, if, if I have a little extra dollars in my pocket, I give them extra money just for the sole purpose that if they see a friend or somebody that they don't know without an ice cream, mm-hmm. go ahead, approach them and buy them an ice cream. You know what I mean, just, you know, just for the sake of just giving back and looking out for people. Mm-hmm. So my son took it upon himself to... uh to upgrade his ice cream to a milkshake that wind up costing like eight dollars. Eight dollar milkshake, <laughs> and of course damn. my son. <laughs> I'm I'm probably over exaggerating, but it was up there. Yeah. And um. Did the cow come with that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. Nah, not really. I wish. But uh, he went ahead and upgraded my daughter to the milkshake and all that, and he went ahead and got his friends a milkshake and all that <laughs> off, off the expense of my money, and I'm like. And they come back, and I'm like, yo, Pye, you got the money? He goes, yeah, but, you know, you already got this on my left. I'm like, yo, but what happened to the rest of the money? He's like, I, I, I kind of bought my people's. I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, I wasn't even mad at it because he did it. He did it from the kindness of his heart, man. I was like, yo, that's cool and all, man. Just, you know, just just kind of next time, let me know what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, I, I mean, it's dope that you did that, man. But, you know, just, you know, let me know what's up. He's like, all right, my fault, Dad. Like, yeah, you good, man. You got it. Yeah, he was balling. Yeah, time. he, he was hey, balling. Hey, listen, Dollars. son. Dollars this is time, time's hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I needed that money for gas, yeah. man. The rest hey. of that money for gas well, for, for hey, lunch that's, tonight that's, at work. That's, that's, <laughs> that's three fresh kitchen meals. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's Word, how you look at it. Like, damn. But it, it, it's dope that he, you know what I mean, that he got that mindset to looking out. So it wasn't like he went ahead and bought three milkshakes and was just sitting down, gulping them down. Like, yo, look at me. I got some hey, ice hey, cream. But those, but those good seeds. Those good yeah. seeds he sold, though. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. So, so, so he'll, he'll eventually reap something. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 man. But, you know, that, that's a little joint. Other than that, man, I'm good. I'm chilling, man. Blessed once again, man. Happy mm-hmm. to be here. Nor, Yeah. Good. Hey, man, yo, yeah, I'm good, man. Just um, just chilling, man. Um, These playoffs starting up. I'm, I'm ready to be watching basketball every night. Yes, for, sir. For a few hours, you know. Word. You know what I'm saying? Um, looking forward to that. Of course, I'm a Magic fan, but uh, they made, they made the, playoffs. the playoffs. Though they made the playoffs, yeah. but I still feel like, yeah, so yeah. Long, long you think they're gonna make it out of the first round? Nah, nah, I don't <laughs> think so. Yo, speaking of the playoffs, yo, uh, yo, DA, did you uh, did you want to cop in tickets? No, I, I looked, remember you was talking looked, about it, but I couldn't find any, man. 
I'll probably look again to see if anybody tries to like resell their shit, like any ticket holders. Stop. They, they, they already sold out. Yeah, Damn. yeah, I couldn't find it. Yeah, but you know, ticket holders. I mean, yeah, some resale tickets. They'll, they'll resell and then yeah, they'll, they'll try to up. fucking bite your head off for them. I know, but um, I heard the regular price um, for the nosebleed is like seventy five bucks. Damn, for the playoff man. game, yeah, for this, yeah, for them the shit's in the regular game. season be like twenty, dude. Yeah, yeah, so I, twenty, twenty five. I lucked out, man, because the last time the Magic was in a in the playoffs, I wound up scoring tickets, man, for me and my me and my older son. I wound up copping some tickets. Granted, it was the nosebleed, man, but just the whole experience of being yeah. out there in the playoffs, man. I mean, it was definitely worth and it, man. That energy, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, everything, dude. The atmosphere, everything, man. Especially like all the activities that they do in front of the Amway Center. There was just so much shit to do, man. Like we almost lost track of time with just all the activities that we was doing. On the outside, I was like, "Yo, son, they're about yo, let's they go." Got to start. We got to get in there. We got to go. We got to wait the halftime to get some munchies, man. But yeah. we got to go now, bro. I know. And, and playoff time, they step it yeah. up with the activities and stuff yeah. they do. It's a little more than normal, right? You know what I mean, saying? even if you got to come out of pocket and spend seventy five seventy five uh, a pop for the ticket, man. I think just the whole atmosphere and the experience, the experience that your kids will have, I, I think it's definitely worth it, man. Definitely keep your eyes open for those tickets, man. Yeah, they'll pop up some more. I'm sure. What's good with you, son? Nori? Everything good, man. Hey, my son. Um, hey, man, he's sixteen now. He, he, I guess he a little bit of a late bloomer with it, but um, yo, man. I'm getting tired of driving him around everywhere, man. I told him. <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, listen here, man. He ain't really a late bloomer because I ain't going to lie. My, my daughter, she ain't get her license till she was probably a couple years older than he is now, actually. So I told him, man, you ain't going to wait as long as she did. So I'm about to get him right now. Actually, I'm going to pick up the little book Does he uh, on Monday. Drive? Does he want to drive? He, he wants to, but he on the fence. He ain't really... Yeah, because, you know, I still take him everywhere. He got a ton of friends that drive, so he's still going to get around either now, way. He's do, they have, do they have a driver's ed at his school? Nah, it's not since he goes uh, to the private school now, no. It's like my, my, my daughter, ah, yeah. public school. Hey, my daughter, 15. Yeah. She in, um, is he, she, now, she's in um, driver's ed now. Now, pretending um, so so is he on the fence because he doesn't have the confidence? Is he scared, nervous? Uh, what is it? I don't know. I, I let him drive a little bit through the neighborhood. When I pick him up from school, I stop at the front gate. And the neighborhood is, you know, this side and then the other side of the neighborhood. I let him I let him get behind the wheel just to get more familiar with it. But I said, yo, you got to get the book and start studying and become familiar with the, you know, the, uh, the rules. Sign. and Yeah, the rules and the road signs and, and, and all that. Now, so, when um, now when you stop at the gate, did you give him the right code to the gate, man? <laughs> <laughs> I wait till we get inside the gate. Actually, oh, I, right. gave you, I gave you the wrong code that you time. Had you sitting code. there for like five minutes before you came through the ha- gate. <laughs> had me out there looking crazy, looking crazy, looking like you're trying to break in or something. Word up! I already got those super dark tints, and it's a Honda. A Honda, yeah. <laughs> so people looking, looking at but, you uh, crazy. I know for real, but yeah, um, he um, he kind of on the fence. I think he's kind of ready, but I. I told him, man, when you get behind this wheel, it ain't no joke, man. Don't have your phone up. You got to be paying 100% uh, attention to everything that's going on, not only what you're doing, but you got to pay attention to other motherfuckers that can't drive or doing stupid shit or on their phone or whatever. So I I hope when he does get to that point, you know, he take it serious, man, and be focused. I'm I'm looking forward to my daughter turn 16 and start driving, bro. (laughs) You tired of being the chauffeur. Dude, it's, you know, it's after working 12-hour shifts, coming home, getting them ready, and then having, driving to school. So there's been times where after I dropped them off, so I'm I'm driving back to the crib, dog. I'm driving one eye open. One eye open, half sleep. I know. I'm snoring with my eyes open, son, that dead on the wheel, bro. I know. I see. I know that feeling. My son's uncle was like that. He's He's a freshman at the University of Tennessee, and he still don't got a license. Dang he has no man. no no desire to drive, dude. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's not good. I mean, I, you know, his mom takes him everywhere. Then, like you say, he has friends. 
bro, he has no desire. I asked, I asked my son, I was like, yo, he still don't got a license. Like, nah, he don't want to drive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, I ain't going front, man. I, I, I kind of, I, I knew how to drive at a, at a young age. But I, ne- I never went ahead and got my license until I moved out here. You know, out here, you need a car, yeah, you, need you need to drive. You know, being in New York, you really don't you need a license. Uh, uh, all, all you need uh, is your regular state ID. Car. Y'all, nah, y'all need that uh, MTA car? What it is? A metro car. The metro that's, car. Oh, that's all you yeah. need, bro. A metro mm-hmm. car to, or, or you got the hook of that bus pass from, from, from the schools. You know what I mean? Or your Tom and Jerry, because a lot of people walk in New York. Oh, absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, bro. I, I used to march everywhere. Dude, as mm-hmm. soon as I turned 15, I got my restricts. Soon as I turned 16, I got my license. Me too. See, that's what I'm gonna do with my son and daughter. As soon as I turned 15, I got my restricts. That's all I wanted for my birthday. I got my I got my first job at 14. I got hired at at Winn Dixie at 14, but that was two days before my 15th birthday. So um, they hired me when I was 14. I started the day after my 15th birthday. I got my learner's permit about a month later. And shit, I've been working since 14 and driving since 15. Dude, I tried to get hired at Winn-Dixie. Them motherfuckers won't hire me, dude. Because you know, as soon as you turn turn 15, they'll hire you. Yeah. And you can only work, like, I think, like, weekends or something like that. Yeah, you can only work on, well, uh, Fridays, if you work, you you can't work past 10. Okay, that's what it was. And then Saturdays and Sundays, you can work, but it couldn't be past so many hours. Yeah, and then I was like, man, I need a job. Dude, I put in for them, like. I don't know, like four or five times, because my mom gave me the heads up and was like, "Yo, they'll hire you." So I tried, dude. They never, they never fucking hired me. But as soon as I turned sixteen, I was hired from the first first application I put in. I got hired. But yeah, man, I tried to go to Winn Dixie. They they wouldn't fucking hire me, dude. So and I wanted to work there too. But. Shit, I was shit. I didn't get my first fucking legit job till I moved out here in Florida, bro. Damn, for real. Yeah, living in New York, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Worked out. laughs> you got you may you may you may do somehow, huh? I had other resources. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Yo, that's funny. You said when Dixie, my first job was actually um a grocery store too, man. Back in back in Carolina, called Bilo. Bagging the groceries and all Bilo, that. that Bilo, sound yeah, that sounds like something Bilo. just some old country so, backwoods yeah. town. It's like a, it's like a. That's shit like a store that was built on a dirt road. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Yo, what y'all trying to say about Carolina? Ooh, dog? That shit. <laughs> country, yeah. country. Hey, ass y'all yeah. Geechee. <laughs> Geechee. Now that's a country ass word. I never heard that word till I moved down here. His first job was at the Geechee Outlet. <laughs> Yo, shit crazy. Yeah, I was out there getting them buggies, them carts in the in the, in the parking lot, hot as hell. You know, I'm bagging groceries, hoping um oh, old ladies shit. tip me. You know what I'm saying? Give me a couple dollars or something like that. That was my first gig. That was your mixtape money, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I shit. don't know what I did with that money, tell you the truth. Shit, man. My first official job was uh, when I moved out here, man, was the fucking coalition for the homeless, the homeless shelter. Oh, fuck. And, you uh, <laughs> it's crazy because I went to, uh, I guess, if I'm not mistaken, man, I think it's called Workforce. It's like a non-profit organization that you go oh, there. Oh, you go there, they yield a job training, and you paying for a job. They help you. Stuff. Yeah, they had computers. They help you how to build your resume and all that, man. And the dude was like, yo, uh, your resume, remember, remember? And I was like, uh, he was like, yo, what's your work experience? I was like, oh, hey, shit. Hey, do, do his voice again. He said, your resume what? He said, my resume. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo, and it's guy. crazy. I... He's like, what jobs you had? So the only thing, you know, I lied through my resume, bro. I didn't even go in front. Every job that I told him, I named all the jobs that I knew in the Bronx or in New York itself that was already out of business that wasn't there no more. 
So my resume was so they couldn't call. So they couldn't call. Up. So if, if, you a con artist? Hey, hey, you hey. know what? We need to go back and check your resume now and make sure everything on up and up. Don't get me started on how I got my degree hey. in college, son. Don't get me started. Hey, how many social security cards you got in your wallet right now? Hey, that's none of your business. About no five, five driver's license. Yo, on that five note, subscribe states. to Unset Some Mike Instagram. <laughs> Yo, shit, I lied to my whole resume. I put in businesses that went out of business. And shit, when I got that interview, man, shit, bro. Let me tell you, I was living in Kissimmee, and the job was in Orlando, so I ain't had no car. I'm living in a one-bedroom apartment. My apartment was damn near fucking empty. All I had was a TV, TV stand, two plates, two spoons, two forks, oh, and a bedroom set. Damn. And uh, shit, I, I, yo, I had to hop on that bus. From Kissimmee to Orlando. We all know that traffic on OBT. Woo. Yo, crazy. it was crazy, son. But I t- dude, the bus from Kissimmee to Orlando is a that's a little bit of a hype, dude. Dude, that, that was like that was Greyhound, eh? That was an hour and a half ride yeah, in the a, morning time a, with no traffic. Yeah, and then leaving, yeah, leaving, coming back to Kissimmee from Orlando was about two and a half hour yeah, ride. That's, bro. that's a hype, man. That's a hype. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's but, a ride. That's a ride in the car. Yeah, yeah, pretty, so, pretty much. Yeah. But I took that job because you know what I mean. I, I needed a job. I wanted to get on my feet, man. I wanted to. I wanted to be more than what I was when I was living in New York, man. And I was like, yo, by any means necessary, I got to do what it takes, man. And the first job that I picked me up just so happened to be on in Orlando. So I said, fuck it. I'm gonna learn the bus route. I'm gonna go do what I got to do to get on my feet, man. And, and ever since that day, man, I just been constantly, you know, elevating myself, man, and doing bigger and better things, man. But yeah, that shit, that shit was a was a hike and a half, bro. That was a mission, but you know what I mean? We here now, I'm here now, man, and our family doing great, man. And it's yeah. been a nonstop hustle, you know what I mean? The marathon continues. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, hey. man, I take it back, actually. Thinking back, my first job really was a little bullshit job, but it was a paper route. When my pops was still in the military, I used to wake up like four in the morning on the weekend and go deliver papers to the troops in the, in the, in the, How old in the barracks was? or whatever. I probably was like 13, 14. Waking up at 4 in the morning? Yeah. You parking, son. I know. And it wasn't even that much money because uh, I'd probably come back with maybe, if I was lucky, $20. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> And I that mean, shit went to a time. big bag of party mix, tropical fantasy, <laughs> yeah, food punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go hit the store, <laughs> buy some snacks, and I was about good. Yeah. But oh, I mean, shit. that was actually my first job thinking about, but I say my first official job where I had to fill out tax paperwork and all that was the was the grocery store spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That shit felt yeah, good getting that paycheck too. Nah, man. but y'all, hey, y'all yeah. remember y'all remember uh DA we're gonna exclude DA from this one because he wouldn't remember that. But <laughs> y'all y'all remember when um y'all used to collect you used to collect the bottles, you used to get five cent for a clear bottle. No, ten cent for a clear bottle and five cent for a color bottle. Mm. Yo. And you just go around, especially especially when you went around the store or in the alleys where the wine heads, you just go and get their <laughs> bottles. Yo, son, I got and, a and store go turn to them tell. In at, and turn them in at the store. I know people used yeah. to collect cans. I remember nah, people. They used to do cans, too. You used to do yeah. cans and bottles. And bottles yeah, but, yeah, yeah, But yeah. bottles, you know. Bro, I remember being a young, young kid, man, probably about uh, 11, 12 years old. It was after my grandfather passed away. Uh, my grandmother was a superintendent in, in the Bronx in New York City. And um, one of the things was, you know what I mean, you know, this was back then they had pushed the law to whole recycling. Back in the days, there wasn't no recycling in the city. So they pushed the law to whole, everybody got to recycle now. So 
well, everybody recycling, man. There was, you know, a lot of cans and, and, and bottles and whatnot, man. I remember my hey, grandmother. Hey, why you rubbing that? Why you rubbing that like that? Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like a titty nipple. You rubbing it like a titty nipple over there. That ain't no titty hey, nipple, hey, y'all. Hey, move your hand and talk. Hey, move your hand and tell your story, man. Fuck y'all, man. I peeped that, too. Hey, fuck y'all. Hey, the more he talked, the the better he got at it. He massaging it over there, man. Fuck you. But anyway, back to my shit, man. Put your hand in your pocket. <laughs> fuck you. Nah, don't even put it there. Yeah, hey, nah. man, fuck that. Those flowers I gave you last episode, give me them shit back. Give it back. Nah, but yeah, man, I remember my grandmother, man, she used to tell me like, yo, it's about 10, 11 years old after my grandfather passed, man, and we needed that extra money. She's like, yo, come on, come with me. We're going to go ahead and collect these these cans and bottles, man. And I, I was with it. I wasn't embarrassed. I was like, fuck it, man. I'm riding out with my grandma. We're going to make this money, man. And we used to go to, 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 the, to the different buildings that collect the cans, man. I remember one time the building right next to us, man, there was an empty apartment. I remember my grandmother was walking by. And she looked inside. I guess some some, some winos or some homeless people was using that as their little, you know, headquarters to get drunk. Or I don't know what the fuck it was. But, son, there was so many cans and bottles in that fucking place, man. My grandmother was like, yo, find a way to get in, man. I want them crawling in through the fucking window. Went in, opened the door. Son, oh, I want to say we probably left that fucking place with probably, like, no lie, them 55-gallon bags, them big-ass black bags. We probably left with, like, fucking six or seven bags full Damn. to the top. Damn. Of nothing but cans and bottles, bro. That was Yo, that. That was the fuck. lit right there. Yo, how much y'all got off of that? You I don't remember? You it, probably don't remember. I know she got a lot. It gave me Ooh. a little. I know that much. <laughs> and you did all the work. You I did, did all crawl, the work. You crawled in and all that. Got dirty on the ground. I damn near did a home invasion. <laughs> yeah, I know. So Breaking the take, entry. We used to take myself. My, my grandma lived in uh, um, my grandma on my mother's side. At the time, she lived in Opalaka. And it was a place like right down the street. Then you had uh, Julio's. It was a store called Julio's. This Cuban man ran. He would buy the uh, he would buy bottles and cans too from us. Man, hey, we used to be all up and down through Opalaka collecting cans and bottles, taking it up there, and it was a it was a wrap. Once we found out we can do that. It, psh- it was a bro, that was money. I that was a five, ten cents a bottle, bro. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care where we were. Or where we was going, if we seen a bottle or a can, we picked it up. That shit mine. Hey, mm-hmm. word. Hey, them, them was the days when kids used to can go. You, they, you can walk to the park, or you can catch the city bus. Yep. You know, far from home, and your parents didn't have no worries. Now, as long as you was home before them lights yeah. cut on, man. Yeah, that's it. Good, yeah. Them street yeah. lights came on. Once them right. lights come on, bro, you ain't home. That's it. But but, but is it me on the weekends when school was out? Y'all didn't get locked out. Shit, they used to freeze. They used to freeze a, a jug of water, lock us out, man. Sit that jug on the thing. And everybody had to drink as the water melted. It was like, listen, y'all ain't coming in and out. Damn, hey, that's, how they, they, hey, that's how they did you. Hey, we was outside all day. Unless yeah, yeah. it rained. If it rained, we came in. We had to take a nap. Yo, when the sun crazy. came out, y'all were back outside. There wasn't no running in and out. Yeah, that's crazy. But hey, yo. you got up, cleaned the house, and you was out all day. Son, yeah. at least at least she gave you that bottle of water, I man. Because <laughs> son, and my, my I was well, well, it used to be the water hose, but you know when the sun on the water hose in Miami is hot, it, it hot. come out hot and you can't, Bro, can't drink it. But I remember going to play, like you said, as soon as, as soon as I would wake up in the morning during the summer, dude, it'd be like eight thirty, nine o'clock. My grandma would cook breakfast or whatever we eat. Then I wait till about when 
when I knew it was time to go outside was when the stories came on. When the stories came on, I'm like, all right, it's time to go outside now. Yeah. So then we go, dude, we hang out at like a friend house bullshit at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Dude, dude, we'll go play basketball. Go play basketball until the lights came on. I want to go back home. Dude, and if you didn't have a, what we used to play at was like on, at a at an elementary school that had a court. Dude, you make your hands like a cup, get turn the fucking spigot on, do that, and then that was it, dude. You had to go to the bathroom, go around a, go around like a corner or something like that. But like you mm-hmm. said, we didn't we didn't go home. I didn't need no fucking Gatorade. Looking at my son now, dude, he plays he plays for an AAU team. It was like, yo, can you stop and get me a Gatorade? I mean, these shoes just came out. Dude, he got a basketball bag, and it's like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? A bag? Yeah, a yeah. Hey, yeah. listen. Ball, you know the shoes in. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking hey, about. Yeah. Bro, so my, like, my, my, my gym bag was a Bravo supermarket grocery bag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's why I can't We didn't even have a gym bag. It used to be Shit. six cats on two bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, person so. on the handlebars, a person on the back screws, and somebody paddling. Yeah, we did <laughs> <laughs> and we and, and between the between the bar and the bike, that's where we stuck the basketball yeah. and then yeah. or the football. That's where and we, we was out. We used to play the elementary school, but it was so in walking distance. So if we had enough people, dude, we go around the neighborhood. Yo, you want to play? Okay, cool. We going to uh, I went to Maxi Elementary in Winter Garden. Okay, we going to Maxi, or you know in Winter Garden, it's like two parts. Okay, you have some cats from the top. Be like, oh, okay, we'll we'll meet at Maxi and play, and that's just how we played, dude. We always just had fucking barely enough people. Or we always had enough. And, um, dude, that's just how we play. Now, talking to him now, he'd be like, yo, oh, oh, I don't play outside. I only play in courts. So I'll take him to like a Magic Rec Center. And he'll play play for hours. But it's like, yo, I don't play outside. And it's like. Boy, it ain't that's all we do. It ain't nothing like playing on that oh, hot asphalt. Yeah, the bottom of you out there too long. The bottom of your shoes uh, burning. Yep. Where the heat don't. Yeah. Where the heat <laughs> coming through. Yeah, melting and shit. Yeah, I kind of yeah. miss those days, man. Like I remember, like um, during Thanksgiving Day, man, we used to have like the turkey bowl. So all the neighborhoods from all around the area. So from from Grand Concourse, uh, Woody Crest, Walton, Jerome. All these neighborhoods, man. University, we all used to go to Manali's Park, which was a park by, um, over there in the Bronx, right next to the Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium. And we used to go to Manali Park, man. We used to go from from sun up to sundown. We used to just play nonstop football, just different hoods against different hoods, man. It was all peace. It was all love. And after the games, bro, we all separate, go take our showers, and then we used to go house hopping, house hopping. Mm-hmm. So we will start from downtown, from where Fred lived. On the 162nd, we go to his crib. After his crib, let's go to my crib. After my crib, we'll go ahead and shoot all the way uptown to Macho's house. And we all used to eat, bro. And in between, in between each house, we'll go, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then uh, <laughs> chill yeah. for a little bit, take a nap, wake up, eat some more, go back. Yo, know, good old days, good man. Good old days. Good old days. Dude, I love it, man. I miss Dang, them shits, boy. man. No, that's y'all, what you hey, y'all ain't play tackle football in the street? Yeah, we play tackle yeah, play football in the street, yeah, bro. That that shit on the, I ain't talking about on the grass. I'm talking about in the street. Yeah, we play. Damn, nah, <laughs> I ain't played in the street. Yeah, I played man. in the grass. Bro, Don't we, we, elbows, bro, we all, play. All these, yeah, all these, um, on my knees and stuff. Hey, yo, we, yo, we we were playing tackle football in the street. Yeah. Bro, we used to play tackle football. Out of bounds was the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We played it on the street. On, the, on There was sections in the park where it was just all dirt and gravel, and we used to go there and play tackle football with our shorts, bro. Come out all scraped up, but it was it was fun. It was just for the love of it. We, we, we play uh, tackle football, do basketball, but tackle football, we, we do. We meet at like a churchyard. 
we be playing like the uh like a churchyard that had like a like a like grass. Mm-hmm. We play there. Play any man. Play fucking yeah. whatever. Sandlot. So yeah, yep. that's what that's what we did. So we meet in like a church, the uh, church parking lot, or the back of the church where the grass was, and we played there, dude, for hours. Yeah. And what y'all know about um smear the queer? Y'all used to play that. Oh, shit? What? what the smear the queer? That? Nah, that's some, <laughs> that's some North, that's Carolina North Carolina backwood geeky nah, stuff right yo, there. You lost it. me, dogs. <laughs> I've never heard of that shit. <laughs> Somebody rubbing shit or something on somebody. So I've never heard no shit like Smear that. Queer. That was the name of it. Yo, yeah. in defense of Carolina, your pops was in the military, <laughs> and, I, and I learned that game outside of Carolina. Oh, I don't know where we were stationed shit. at. It wasn't in Carolina yeah. at the time. That's just like so, playing you know. any man. You, once you get tackled, you go to oh. the front. Everybody get behind you. You, you throw the ball behind you. Yeah. Whoever, whoever, catch yeah. whoever get it, you take off. You, yep. Yeah. Yeah. What what was that game called? Any man. Any uh, man or kill a man heard. with the ball, a throw up tackle, a sandlock. Those, those yeah, are like the names. I think say any man, no. any man can get it. And then yeah. once you get it, you just got to try to score. I, dude, I, that shit made you a gladiator, dude. Yep. Yeah, you had Bro, to be. We played we used to play manhunt. I think the craziest game that we played, man. I don't know if y'all guys ever heard of it. It's called hot peas and butter. Nah. Bro, we used to take used to take a belt or a switch, put oh, it shit. put it in a can and hide it. And the objective was everybody scrambling to find it. Whoever finds it, they get the belt or the switch. Everybody and anybody that's near them gets whipped. In order for you not to get nah, hit, you got to go to the home base. Nah, nah y'all play. Yo, yeah, Rover, Red Rover. Yo, what kind of can was it? It would it'd be any type of can, bro. Like, like, a, a, like a coffee can? It could be a Maxwell coffee can. A, anything that has a lid on it, bro. You just throw the belt in there and stash it. It stashes behind something, underneath stash something? Stash it anywhere. Oh. And then whoever whoever finds it, it, they get the belt, bro, and just stop the fucking whipping, bro. Oh, <laughs> so everybody trying to find at, it so they can just what? whip the shit out of people. I remember. <laughs> if anybody get, close to him. I used to swing that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> whoo, bro. Like, I had no life in me, bro. Yo. Yeah. Catch people. Was it, was it any rules? Like, yo, below the, the waist. Don't the, hit in the head. The up. only rule was no face shots. Okay. And you can't hit people with the buckle. Oh, yeah. That'd hurt. That's it. <laughs> so the buckle has to be in the palm yeah. of your hand. Okay. After that, everything else was was green light. Yo, damn. <laughs> Yo, we used to bug out. Yo, we used to play rock. We used to have rock fights. There was a vacant lot across the street before they built their retirement home. There was a vacant lot, bro, and it was nothing but gravel, son. And we used to build like a mini fort out of the freaking plywoods and pallets that used to be around the neighborhoods. And we used to put them in this, as a home base. And you had two spots. You had one one person on one side, other one on the other end. And we used to just collect a bunch of rocks, and we used to throw them at each other. Like if you get hit, you get hit. Damn. So one time I got the rocks, man. And sh- shout out to Mark, man. I haven't seen him in years, man. man hope, where y'all grew up? Hope he's doing right. good. <laughs> y'all trying to put eyeballs yeah, yeah, out, man. Y'all, y'all trying to knock people out. People? Y'all stoning people. <laughs> hey. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it was bugged out, right? So, um, you know, we got the rock. We throwing it at each other. We duck it down and shit, man. And I grabbed this one rock, man, and I timed this shit perfect, man. And um, yo, as soon as he threw his rock, I ducked. I got up, and I I was waiting for him to come up, man. When I seen him come up, man, I timed that shit perfect. I threw that rock, rock, 
That shit went, bro, a beeline straight to his head. Bang! Oh. Caught him in the eyebrow, busted his shit open. His shit leaking, but he's laughing his ass, so we all laughing. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy, I man. I guarantee say, ain't nobody get no eyes put out from that. Nah, that man. was a close call right there. Yeah, that there. was a close call that right there, man. That shit could have put his eye out. But that, yeah, yeah, as a kid, man, you, I mean, yo, we used to find so many different ways, man, to, to have fun and interact, man. And I think a lot of that stuff is being, you know, gets taken away now, but, you know, Video games yeah. and, and tablets and all this oh, other shit, shit, man. Yeah. Especially like living out here, man. Like this, you know, out here in Florida, man. I think most as people, a kid, you don't. Do you want to be outside at 110 degrees? Shit, and we the humidity? Yeah. It was yeah. Hot but like but that. it's it's you know it's and I think different now, that, man. With, with that, um, my oldest, uh, when they're with their mom, I mean they go outside, but you know when they're with me. Oh, they don't. But I think for the most part, bro, I, I, I just be scared about, dude, I remember when I was a kid, like, I think one of my cousins or like a, a, a far down the line cousin died while riding a bike and they got hit, I think. And uh, I think it was a cousin. I don't remember, but we weren't close. But, dude, that's the shit that scared me, man. Uh, shit like that. You know, kids, my kid just out and about. And being abducted and shit like that. Dude, that shit scares the shit. Yeah, out of yeah, me, it dude. does. It does. That so, I, that absolutely plays a factor. And, and man. I think, you know, not to say it wasn't prevalent back then, but I think it's more prevalent now because um, you see the shit. You see, you you. It might have not been prevalent back then because news didn't travel as fast. It might have happened just as much. Yeah. But now you you have proof and you see how often kids just get snatched up. Right, we you know more in saying? tune, we more educated with what goes yeah, on and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, my kid just being outside and somebody runs up to him and fucking snatch him up. I just try to do harm to him, and it's like, man, ain't nothing out there for you. I'd rather if I'm not out there with you, you know. But I'd rather you stay inside now and do whatever. You got everything at the tip of your fingers as far as things to keep you entertained. But you know, not to say my grandma didn't care, but I think she wasn't worried. About the shit that I did. I mean, I guess she was confident that I can handle myself, but um, it's just which I probably wasn't. But being that young, but do ever since I can remember, she would let me just kind of like go outside but, and do as I please. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Uh, but I think back, I, back I, then I, neighborhoods, like uh, you may have been a child, but your grandmother probably been in that neighborhood forever. So no, she all did. the neighbors, all the neighbors probably been. So she, you know, you know. The dude, neighbors. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma stayed on this street. Her sister stayed like four or five houses down. Her sister, the other sister stayed like another two or three minutes, five minute walks. The brother stayed on, dude, it was so, as yeah. you can see, it was, that's how it was. Yeah, and I think, I think having the peace of mind that you know where your kid is at at all times helps out a lot, man, because, you know, it, Having the kids out there, you, you know, out, out in the street, wandering around, doing whatever, whatever, even though it was all innocent, man. But you know, in the back of your mind, you have a damn. Is he all right? Is he or she good? Damn. It's uh, is somebody trying to approach them. How will my kid react? Just having that peace of mind and knowing where your kid is at. Well, did you teach him about stranger danger? Oh, absolutely, and, absolutely. And yes, of course. Stranger uh, danger. So a lot of that stuff we we were taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At school and at home. And you know what? Um, now that some of us are grown. I think it kind of hurt us a little bit with networking, like especially with being an entrepreneur and um, networking, where when um, growing up, it's been embedded in your brain, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to strangers, and then you, you get around other people and you tend not to talk and then you spark, you happen to spark up a conversation with somebody and, and you be like, 
finding out that this is somebody that can help you get to the next level or whatever you're doing but you're thinking if i had a kept that mindset of not talking to strangers or not you know introducing myself or talking to whoever i wouldn't be able to you know move forward or this door wouldn't um, be open and that's one of the things i think a lot of us do out of fear fear now with our kids is we we tell them you know don't talk to strangers but then we don't expose them to a lot of stuff that would help them outside that would help them you know with with life and making life decisions well i, I out, think outside um we, we tend to we tend to because of what's going on in the rest of the world we tend to shelter and undereducate our kids per se i kind of agree with you to a degree but i think like especially at a young age you know i got a, a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old I think that whole stranger danger aspect, talking to somebody older than you, trying to approach you or talk to you, that fits perfect. And of course, when they get more older, more mature, where they become a little bit more self-sufficient and able to protect themselves and understand the difference between yes and no and the concept of when people trying to take advantage, I think, you know, as they get older, you know, you allow them more to interact with other people That's what than I was compared just to when they're young. Because not, you know, adult, an adult has no business approaching my kids trying to talk to my son or daughter. Not no 12 years old. You got no business at all. So I'm going to keep that whole mindset like, yo, yeah, stranger danger. Run away, come inside a house. You know, go to somebody that you do know. That's what I was just about to say next. Um, but that's what I was about to lean on. Like, as a, as a kid, if you say stranger danger, that's fine. And I, I get that. But I've never, I've never once been somewhere where I tried to uh, strike up a conversation with a child just because of the perception of it. Exactly. But I've been places where me and my son are just sitting down and a dude may start talking to me and just, just being cordial, he'll be like, yo, he'll start talking to my son. Hey, what, I mean, where you go to school at? Uh, that's a dope shirt. You know what you learned. And that just may be innocent. But as a child, he's thinking, nah, I'm good. And as a child, he can't differentiate. He can't sense the setup coming. That just all may be a setup to mm-hmm. boom. Now I've, you know, tried to take advantage of you. Oh, you like video games? Yo, to decide. Yeah. I got this new game or, on my car. Well, now I know right. what school you go to, so let me park or it may just be an adult just simply, you know, having an interaction with a kid where it may be totally innocent and I'm just striking up conversation with you because you in a fucking, we in a barbershop and you just the mm-hmm. only kid in here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think it's for a kid and you said that's you know, Eggy, what you just said, it's it's tough. They can't differentiate. Are they they're not able to pick up on game when okay, this is much more than just this dude shooting the shit with Right. Me. You know what I'm saying? Just this dude saying to just a kid here, I'm just chopping the shit up with him. Cause sometimes kids are entertaining you as far as keeping it like if I brought my son in, like he'd just be he just be talking. So just me not just trying to be a dickhead and ignore the kid, I just may start going back and forth with him. But he can't differentiate when I'm actually trying to take advantage of him. Mm-hmm. He just may think this dude is just just a nice guy. Yeah, just shooting the talking. shit with me. Yeah, right. So I think, man, I, you know, I, I tell, dude, I always sit. I got a 15 year old, and I don't think I really have to tell him, you know, when he's when you may need to say something. But my seven year old, I'm always talking to him about, you know, if there's anything, anything as far as I think that's a parent's worst fear is your child being taken advantage of in any way yeah that was so I always talk to my son about that man and Mm -hmm. um if I had a daughter I would talk to her about the same thing 
because you know you don't you don't ever want your kid taken advantage of and i think a lot of the times they may be scared to talk about this shit mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so or or afraid because of because of your reaction you know when they see how you react to certain things mm -hmm. and it was like if if last time i told my dad this and he, he got reacted, mad he blew he his top got, off he reacted this way or i told my mom this and she reacted this way so this time i'm gonna be a little hesitant with saying anything because of the reaction last time i think as parents a lot of times we have to sometimes just sit and process things before reacting because we don't want to react in a way to where our kids don't feel good good or comfortable with coming to us with especially serious uh, issues. Yeah, absolutely, man. <clears throat> I know we just kind of all shooting the shit this episode, but I want to, what I saw recently, I want to get you guys' opinion on. What do you think, and he faced some backlash from some people, but what do you think about, you know, Dwayne Wade's son? Did you guys see that? With his son yeah, being I at that, that, the, that, the that gay, march parade? The gay march parade. Yeah, I think we kind of touched bases on that. Mm, well, nah, well, off, off the I mic. Don't, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, know, Wade is based in Miami. Yeah. And his son is 11 years old. He has two sons, a 16-year-old yeah. and an 11-year-old. Uh, Zaire is the oldest one, I think. Zion is the youngest one, and he's 11. Uh -huh. But his son was uh, proudly participated in like a gay march parade. And uh, he received backlash from some people about, oh, your kid being too young and, you know, blah, 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 to let them kind of be in the middle of of that type of, you know, whatever. Or you got some who said, you know what, I, I recognize him as being a, a proud parent and recognizing early that his son may be uh, a homosexual and embracing that, not shying away from it, not trying to, but, but, you know, you're not gay, blah, 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 embracing and still loving his kids. So I wanted to. But, but was he was he just at the parade because he was no he was he was there because he was saying that that was the lifestyle that he wanted to to live i think i don't think yo mel go check out the video yeah i think you can the, i think you can see it yeah you can see it i mean it's been past videos he was in a, a fashion show just a couple the, weeks the ago runway. the runway yeah. show and he was he was walking kind of feminine on, on the walkway and then um like, other videos, like, like a female like a female would, would on the walkway he was walking like that and i saw another video with him and gabrielle a few uh maybe last year sometime and he was he was in there so, acting real feminine in the video with gabrielle so, so it's dwayne so it's dwayne wade's son yeah it's yeah. his, his okay. youngest son dwayne wade's youngest son and i think the outlet want to want to live want to want to want to be Gay. Well, I don't think he want to be. Well, I think he is. Well, he is. it's saying it's, it's saying that he's gay or, or yeah. he's interested in the you know that alternative lifestyle. Yeah. Or, or that lifestyle. It's Dwayne Wade's son. If his parents support him, what everybody else? Um, you know, y'all don't raise him. Y'all ain't raised him. Y'all don't take care of him. Y'all don't clothe him. Y'all don't feed him. So why would y'all opinion matter? Do you if, know how people? If, you see, that's the thing that goes about like we talked about last week with social media. Like people get so enwrapped, and they're they're they they're allowed so much access to these kids or to these celebrities. Period. But you know the backlash was, oh, you know why is he, you know, encouraging that? And my thing is, he's man, he's not encouraging that. He's in, he's supporting. He's his embracing son. him. He, he's, he's embracing, embracing him. and supporting his son. Why why why? What is he supposed to do? Uh, turn his back on his child because this is the decision that he chose to do at age 11 yeah 
And then you, I mean, you just got a lot of people saying, oh, how does he know that at age 11? Mm-hmm. But then I think, I mean, I know I liked girls at age 11. So yeah. what's, what's the difference? There is no difference. It's his prerogative. He may decide when he's in his 20s that that wasn't the lifestyle for him. He's just trying to fi- find his way and figure his way out. And everybody else, whether we agree with it or whether a person agree with that particular lifestyle or not, at the end of the day, if he if he get the love and support from his parents, that's all that matter. Everybody else is just an opinion, and it really don't hold or shouldn't hold any weight. Even though I know people gonna say what what they feel, and okay, that's fine. But at the end of the day, the only the only thing the only the only thing that probably matters in what's his name Zion. Yeah. Only thing that matters in, in his mind is mommy and daddy still love me and they support me. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody hasn't, you know, all of his family has embraced it. Nobody's. And I think, man, it, it, it comes to a certain point like, yo, as a, as a father or a mother or whatever, like there's nothing you can do about that. You're not going to change your mind. You ain't going to pray it away. So why not embrace yeah. him and be like, yo, if, if that's the route you choose to go, not even a route. If that's what you've decided how you want to live your life, man, and if that what makes you happy, then as a parent, then why not embrace them? You're not you're not but, going to change yeah, them. Everybody everybody that know me know I always say I stand on the side of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that I feel is wrong, I'm gonna stand up and be like, it's wrong. If it's something that's right, I'm gonna stand up and say it's right. And in one breath, you I think it's real hypocritical for people to Whatever their agenda is, preach one thing, and then when it comes to something else, preach another thing. And I'm going to give you an example. I don't know the color of the people that saying all this stuff, and, and I would think that it's coming from backlash from different people, different cultures, different colors. So some of these people can be preaching, don't alienate me or treat me fair or treat me the same way that you treat everybody else. But then you turn around and because this kid want to live this lifestyle, then you want to treat him as an outcast or you want to say whatever to defile or demean um, him or his character. The same way that you all want to be treated, the same way that you all want to be respected with whatever decision that you make for your kids and your household is the same way you need to treat him and the same way that you need to treat his parents. So it's like you can't demand that I treat you fair and equal, but then in turns I'm going to turn around and bash you for a decision that you made or bash your parents for a decision that they made. Mm-hmm. It just right is right and wrong is wrong. And it's like if you're trying to live somebody else's life for them or tell them how to raise their kids or tell them what they should be and shit, you, you're wrong because it's, it's none of your business. Run your own household. Worry about your own kids. Be be as vocal with getting your kids across whatever threshold because a, a lot of people, their kids may be feeling that way, but because they know mommy or daddy always preaching, always preaching, you know how they be preaching, um, you're going to die, you're going to go to hell, or, you know, they preach behind closed doors this whole hatred towards that lifestyle. I'm afraid to come out. I'm afraid to say whatever because I know mommy and daddy don't like this. Then you find out later that the kid committed suicide or the kid alienated themselves and moved away just to live this lifestyle. It's like the same respect 
you want people to show you, you need to show others. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my whole two cents it. You know what I mean? Uh, being at eleven, being at the age of eleven years old, you're still learning yourself. You're still discovering things. You're still in the process of developing. <clears throat> and you know, as far as what Dwayne Wade is doing, I mean, being supportive of his kids or have that whole free will thinking, uh, whatever. That's that's cool. You know what I mean? I know what I do in my household. I don't do that in my household. Just me personally feel that at 11 years old, you're still discovering this stuff. You're still learning the difference between yes and no. You're still getting the knowledge of um, common sense and everything. And um, I think at 11 years old, to, to make that decision, I think that's way too early of an age to make that decision. Now, if you grow up and you feel like that when you 19, 20, 21, 25 years old, by all means, hey, listen, you know, you should, I don't agree with that lifestyle, but you're still my son. You're still my daughter. I love you, and I'm always going to love you. You know what I mean? So I'm not knocking that, but just at that age, at 11 years old, <clears throat> I just feel that it's just too young to want to push that out there. Why, why not? If, if at that age you can say that I'm into girls and I like girls, and everybody will be like, okay. Um, but if you're at that age and you say I'm into boys, okay. Who am I to tell you that you are or tell me that you're not? Tell you that, you know, you are or you're not at that age. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, man. I was watching the documentary. I believe it was on Vice. I don't know if it was Vice or Vox, but it was called I Want My Gender Back. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, individuals at a young age who went ahead and uh, tra- did the transitioning from male to female, from female to male. Mm-hmm. And as they got older... They regretted it. They regretted it, and they wanted to reverse it, mm-hmm. and they regretted it. And that's the whole thing is that I want to avoid with my kids. I'm only responsible for my household, mm-hmm. and I want to avoid that with my kids if they become older. To make that big leap to remove your genitals and to transition from one gender to another, and then when you get to a certain age and you start to regret it, you know, there was, um, I'm, I'm going I'm to see if I can find it while everybody else talk, but there was a, a large a spike of suicides of transgenders, male and females, mm-hmm. after they made that transition because they realized that this is not what I wanted. I was wrong. Wanted. So that's the whole thing that I want to avoid. I want to avoid that mistake. You know, don't don't like like I said. Don't get me wrong. I don't knock it just because yeah. I don't participate in it. Doesn't mean I hate it. I don't knock it one bit because, like I said, if my kid was to make that decision. You're my son, you're my daughter. I will forever and always love you. You know what I mean? You know, as a young age, just to avoid that, I'd rather wait for none to get older to fully understand the whole concept. Like, if my son was to come up to me right now and say, yo, I'm in love with this girl, you don't understand the concept of love or what the definition of love is. You know what I mean? So, and I will continue to educate them and so forth. I mean, I I, um, talk about heterosexual, uh, male, female, uh, relationships with my sons and my with my son and my daughters, they see that with me and their mom. I have family members that's gay. Me too. Uh, male and female. Me too. Uh, that's that's gay. But what can I do if okay my my parents uh, if my child say okay I know my dad. Um, married my mom so it's male female relationship but now that I'm up in age or whatever I decide I want to live my uh, same sex lifestyle it's nothing I can do about that but I'm not going to turn my back on my child 
Never. For nobody. Never. I'm not gonna turn my I'm not gonna disown my child for nobody. I'm not gonna say, Oh, you going I'm not gonna say, Oh, you going to hell because the 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 same ones that's preaching all this, okay, you going to hell, whose sin is greater than whose when you have preachers that's molesting kids, when you have preachers that's committing infidelity against their wives, everything that you tell the worldly people that they going to hell for is going on inside the churches. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, because I'm Christian, I can go out and sin all week and come in Sunday, go to the altar and ask for forgiveness, and I'm straight. But you a genuinely good person. You you don't judge, you help others. But mm-hmm. because you sleep in the bed with a man, a man sleeping in the bed with a man or a woman sleeping in the bed with a woman, you going to hell. And it's like, I don't think we as people have he- have a heaven or a hell to put people in, first of all. Second of all, how are you going to be Christian and preach love and acceptance and you're not willing to do the same thing? I think with, with uh, most cases, man, to, like being uh, gay or, or, or straight or however you want to label it, like, dude, I think for most, if like that's how you really want to live your lifestyle, or if that's really how you want to live your life, man, more power to you. I really judge people based off like the energy I'm getting from you. So you either a good, a good person or a bad person. What you do behind closed doors, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me, man. Right. I've worked with gay people. I mean, they've never hit on me. They've never tried anything with me. Yep. Um, I don't feel no certain way about it. I've worked with straight dudes who have been pieces of shit and ain't worth the shit. And that's just that don't make one better than the other. But I think. You know, that's just really how I judge people and go off of that, man. I think, you know, as far as a kid, I know at 11, I know what I like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think at 11, it could be clear for him, too. But I just think, I think, I, I think what Dwayne Wade is doing is, I mean, I mean, I just think he's being a good dad with embracing his son and being like, you know, whatever. You've seen, I think me and Eggy talked about it, you know, uh, Brad Pitt has a uh, daughter. Uh, Shiloh ever since I can remember she's only dressed in male clothing the hairstyle has only been uh, male ma- haircuts magic son so you know well he came out later in life I think after he had been an adult because you know TMZ outed him mm-hmm. and then that's when he came out after they outed him which is fucked up but I'm but I'm quite sure as parents they they, knew. they probably so, knew and just like and embraced him. But the so. thing with Brad Pitt is, and I mean, and this is an age-old question, like at three years old, four years old, how does one as a child know that? You know, and that's sometimes I, I sit and think about that shit too. Like at three or four years old, you don't know. I, yeah, at I three or four years old, your mind's still being developed. And if I can Google and show and, you pictures, at that young, that kid was only wearing, she, Shiloh, was only wearing male clothing. She was only getting her hair cut. Yeah, like but at, at three, four years old, yeah, you don't you make the choice. Yeah. You, know, you as a parent parents. have a choice to what haircut you give your kids, what your kids is going to dress Yo, and so forth. But see, and that's my point. As a, as a parent, they're not, they're not just saying, let me dress my girl, my daughter, in boys' clothing. She just don't say that. Because at three or four years old, I just didn't say, let me dress my son in women's clothing. I just didn't think that. So mm-hmm. that just goes back to the age old question. Like, 
you know, as a three or four year old, they don't know, they don't know straight from, you know, gay. They they don't, she don't know what the fuck that means. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My son at seven, you know, he asked me, he, we were watching the Umbrella Academy and then one of the uh, kids from the Umbrella Academy is gay, Klaus. He kisses a male and then my son, he asked me about it and I couldn't fucking explain it to him because I didn't know how to fucking explain it to him because I didn't think he'd comprehend what I was telling him. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't comprehend me telling him what's gay, what, what's what's homosexual, what's heterosexual. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get that. And he asked me about three, four times and I literally couldn't fucking explain it without, I, I just couldn't fucking explain it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at seven, he can't grasp. He can grasp a lot of shit, but he couldn't grasp that because I'm 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 sure he wasn't he's never seen that before he wasn't aware of that mm-hmm. you know so I just think and you know always people ask you know are you born gay or is it a choice and then I don't fucking know but then I think of things like the chick Shiloh I guess she knew at a very young age no you're just assuming that she knew at a young age because at well, three years old well, you're not, I, know? I, I wouldn't think because that, at three I, years old you're not you know you're not but you're I not allowing your kid to go to the barbershop but, and, and, but I wouldn't and think, ask for a certain type of cut but I also wouldn't assume that parents that Brad and Angelina would willingly dress their daughter in boys clothing I don't assume that either I don't assume and, that they would just say know, hey who knows what they may be into I mean, I mean maybe weird but I mean but, I know when I know when my child see that's was, that that's when, that, that's when, that when whole my son free range shit when yeah, my son was too when, when yeah. my son was, when my son was three the clothes that we purchased that's what he wore when my daughter okay. was three the okay, clothes that we you, purchased that's what she but wore. let me ask you a question okay let's say your daughter three or four years old says I prefer wearing like I've seen plenty of girls, plenty of girls that were tomboys growing up and grew out of that shit as soon as they hit teenager, 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. They were tomboys. The fucking the brat used to wear what the shit she used to wear. It was like, oh yeah. man, I didn't know she I didn't know she had that. Yeah. Or I, I've seen it, I've seen it. So maybe they just thought, you know what? She'll grow out of it. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know. But they still had to purchase it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I just feel like I don't know some cases is you know I, I don't and it's just my opinion and my mindset I don't think at three they can tell that might be an exaggeration but but at 11 but I think at 11 um, and I think at 11 and depending on how early they start going through uh, puberty and pretty much feeling and learning themselves um, because we can't we can't go they still go off of the old numbers of saying you start reaching puberty and developing at you know 13 14 15 when we clearly see kids when we, when we clearly see nowadays you have girls as young as nine years old growing breasts or having underarm hair um, and, the, and their body developing where at where normally they say it don't start developing at that age until you know you're at 12 years old or 13 years old with your preteen. Then we can always point the and, finger at all the hormones have, that's injecting and, in all the foods you, that's allowing these and you, kids and, to grow up. You know what I mean, develop body wise more fast. quick and faster. Yeah. So if the so if the body can develop at young ages like that, why can't the mind? 
Okay, so let me ask you this. This is an article I just I just looked up, and it said Jody Patter Jody Patterson's three year old Penelope was brooding and angry until one day she asked her child what was wrong. Penelope, who was assigned female at birth, was upset because everyone thinks I'm a girl. But he said he was really a boy. I said, however you feel inside is fine. Patterson recalled from their home in Brooklyn. And then Penelope looked at me and said, no, mama, I don't feel like a boy. I am a boy. And that's a three-year-old child. So as a three-year-old child, he, they know as far as, you know, transgender, you know. Now, what Penelope, I'm not sure what his name is now, may be attracted to later on down the line, may, it may stay he may be attracted to girls he may be attracted to boys i don't know but at three years old he was very clear about what he felt like inside what he was what he was so i think i mean and that was at three and, years old and i wonder what at three but I, but i wonder um if you ever gave a reason to why he, he felt, felt that like way yeah why he felt that way or if he was told um you know just that's at the age of three which i, I know i said earlier that I don't think you can know at three. I am curious to know how or why he said what he said at the age of three or right. what or what he was feeling at the age of three that make him come to that conclusion. See, I'm I'm a believer in everybody is born a blank sheet of paper. Everybody's born a clean slate. And I believe that everything that we learn to do is learned behavior. It's mm -hmm. something that we saw, that so, we picked up, that we gravitate to towards to. Mm -hmm. Certain things could run wild if it goes unchecked. Mm -hmm. Rather is, you know, obsession, drug use, everything in the book. Mm -hmm. If it goes unchecked and untamed, it gets abused and it gets it gets uh, misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. That's that's my take on it. As far as you know, being born with a clean slate. So, I don't I don't think somebody's just born, born a, a drunkie. Mm -hmm. I don't think somebody's born. A loser. I don't think somebody's born a winner. I don't think somebody is born gay. I don't think somebody is born, you know, whatever it is in the book. I think everything is learned pattern behavior. That's something that you see that you pick up and you gravitate towards to. But I, uh, I don't think we said that they were born that way. No, 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 no. I say, I say, no, no. You never said it. We just say that they. No, I know that. I'm just, I'm just saying that to say that. No, I said, I said that's right. That's an age-old question about whether children or people are born gay or if it's a choice. Right. I think, you know, and that's just my take on it. But I've heard people say, I've heard several people say, you know, like at an early age, I knew I liked the same sex. And I didn't want to. I've prayed about it. I've tried to. I've tried dating. I've tried dating the opposite sex, and it just didn't work. So therefore, is it a choice? Because yeah, if I'm I, actually willing to date, to date, even if my parents may accept it, may not accept it, I'm trying to conform to society's norms, and that's just not. It's just not in me. So therefore, that eliminates it being a choice. Then correct. Me, well, me personally, I don't. I don't think you're born that way. I think it's a choice. I, I think this is this is what because you can always choose. You can always switch your choice when you get older and not like it. Right. Um, you can always 
I think you born either male or female according to the geni- according to your genitals. Um, because society say if you have a penis, you're a male. If you have a vagina, you're a female. So you either gonna be you either born a male or you born a female. Now, as far as being gay, I think that's a choice. That okay, I'm born a male, but I'm choosing to be with a male versus a female. I'm born a female, but I'm choosing to be with a female versus um, being with a male. Or I'm born a male and I choose to be with male or female. Or I'm born a female and choose to be with male or female. So I think it's all just a choice, me right. personally. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I just think with that, man, it's it's tough because, like I said, I've seen, I've seen people's like, yo, I've tried, I've tried dating females. There's there's nothing about it. There's there's nothing about it that attracts me to a female. I've seen females who went their whole life dating men, saying, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried the shit. It just it. I'm not going to force myself to do something that makes me unhappy. There's no attraction in it for me dating a, a male. And I just think at that point, man, and you got you got a, a kid who's as early as 11. You think a kid at 11, his choice is to be gay at 11? But, but that's, 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 that, that's, what, that's hard for me to believe. This, at 11, yeah. when, when he sees, when he has examples at home of his dad being with a woman, all of his life, that's all he's ever known is his dad being with a woman. His dad was with his mom. His dad is with Gabrielle. He sees probably his older brother dating. So it's kind of hard for me to believe at 11, he just says, yeah, I want to be different. Let me date dudes. That's 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 hard for me to fathom. At 11, he's making a choice and saying, yeah, I think I want to be gay. At 11, maybe if he got older and he said, yeah, you know, dating, I tried dating, whatever, whatever. But at 11, saying, this is what I want to do. These are the things I want to participate in at 11. I mean, but, but maybe you know, it's not hard for me it, to grasp, it, it, but and this, and it's hard for me to time, grasp it, that, you know, it, that's it, just a, that's just a choice he made. I'm just thinking and, maybe that's just who he is. And, From the day he was born, that's, that's who he was. I don't think, you know, but, at 11, that's a... But they also, kids nowadays is exposed to a lot. So... Yeah, I, I still say it could be where he see that, but okay, I I saw this, or I was exposed to this, or I saw this on the internet, and it's like, why, why can't I be with you know a man, or I choose that I want to be with the man because, like I said, I have family members, male and female, that are gay, and it's one thing that for me on the outside looking in and looking at their relationships, they go through the same damn thing with their uh, significant others as a heterosexual married couple. They deal with the infidelities. They deal with the fight. They I mean, deal yeah, with that's, the... That's f- just f- being in so a it's like, yeah, it's like right. same sex, same problem. So it, 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 you can't say, well, I want to be with the same sex because they, um, because they tend to treat me better or whatever. I think it's just an attraction and this is who I want. This is who I want to be with. I, I really think you can always change your mind and flip-flop if you want to if that if that's your choice I, I don't think it's just stuck to where i'm born this way and this is it because if, if that was the case then and, and it was to where i'm born this way and that's it then how do you explain okay i'm born a female but i want to be with female well, i'm born a male 
but I want and and I want to be a male. That, that just like, dives into a deeper yeah. hole of of sexuality, then, because you have uh, people who are bisexual who enjoy both uh, male and female. So I mean, that's just a deeper that's just a deeper dive into the rabbit hole of sexuality, which I'm pretty sure you know. I, I would assume none of us are, none of us are probably well versed in, but that can go down deep as far as you know sexuality goes, and you get how some people say. You know they don't really get you know they don't really feel like being assigned uh bisexual or uh as far as uh heterosexual homosexual mm -hmm. you know uh, lesbian they don't really want to be assigned a, a sexuality not a gender mm -hmm. but a sexuality mm -hmm. and that 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 hole goes deep and man. That, but but that, so. but i think it, i think with us and the way that we're raised we, we would never understand it until we sit down and speak with somebody that's living it or going through it and to get a better a better understanding of their mindset and what they're going through because because our mindset is not on the same wavelength as theirs we'll never be able to understand it but it's good that this topic come up because that's a good conversation to bridge that whole gap and I think when people don't know, and they, they uh, don't understand it, then it's easy It's easy for them to crack the jokes. It's easy for them to call them the names and defile them and try to shun them from society. But it's when you sit down and you learn a person and you get to, you know, you, you, you find out what's in their head and what they're thinking and you get to know them as a person. I think it, that's when you begin to accept it and accept the people because now you know them as a person and not what society is putting in the media about the, the type of person or the type of lifestyle and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I think this is a conversation that we probably need to do a whole show on it, but kind of uh, invite people that's living that lifestyle into the conversation to where we can have a conversation and get a better understanding of certain well, stereotypes. Somebody who's well, well versed in it. And yes. they, they actually know you know um, ups and downs of it. Not the ups and yeah. downs but I mean you get what I'm saying. And uh, I'm looking at another one that says it's official. We have a four year old daughter. Waylon is now Willow. Took a lot of paperwork to make the gender transition at four years old. Mm -hmm. So you see I've read a three year old I've read a four year old and eleven. So yeah. Well, eleven, you know, Dwayne Wade's son, he's he don't want a gender, gender change. But yeah, but he knows, he knows, you know, as far as his sexuality goes. But I, I mean, I think that's big on Dwayne Wade too, you know, because you've seen a bunch of parents where they've tried to, you know, reject it and say this is what it is, and you just end up in that case that ain't going, you're not going to change that kid you, mind. You're going to end up pushing your kid away, yeah. and it's just like uh, a lot of kids. The more you tell them, don't. Then they'll gravitate more to they, it. They, they're gonna right. do it just like you tell them the stove hot, don't touch it. And At they one still point touch in time, it. They're gonna touch it. Right. Just like if you have daughters and you be like, hey, I don't want you dating the thug boy or the bad boy that don't have that's nothing going for itself. That's home. what they're gonna. And they come home with blue face. Home. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like right. you, you tell yep. your son, listen, use protection, use protection, um, because you don't want to. You don't want to get no. Um, Babies or no STDs, and then he hears somebody say, "But it feel good without protection." 
Well, I mean that is the truth, right? And it's like, and it's like, <laughs> but but the thing is, it's like, it's like, no. But I'm saying it's it like facts. mommy, it's like mommy and daddy telling me to use protection, but my homeboys telling me it feel good without protection. Guess what they're gonna do? They're they, gonna, they gonna try it out, of course, absolutely. Without we protection, all been there. Of course, so, yeah. so, so been I think been there, done that. it's pretty much you know the same thing. It's like okay. Um, especially like if you home and you preaching to your kids, oh, it need to be a uh, heterosexual relationship, heterosexual relationship. But then they seeing in the media, they seeing friends and in school that you have same sex relationships, same sex. And it's like, okay, I know mom and dad is preaching this, but what is so bad about this? What's yeah. your take, Nori? Because you've been kind of yeah. quiet throughout nah. this whole subject, yeah, yeah, man. Nah, let me say... um. When I talk about this right here, I kind of got what well, two points I make real quick. I'm kind of with Eggy. I feel like um, when you that young of a age, you your mind hasn't developed yet, and you don't even know what you really want to be. And we all know that you know you got um at what age though? Which like, age? Because we discussed yeah, that, three well, and we discussed eleven. Three, four, and eleven. Um, three and four is real crazy. I really, I really can't see nobody. And that was gender change, right? That was a gender change for the three and four year old, right? Yeah. That's crazy. But I definitely can't see that. But um we know um gay, you know, stuff is in everything we watch now. Shows, movies, it's in it's in cartoons. So uh, a young kid can be impressionable when they see a male kissing another male in a show or a movie or holding hands or showing affection like that. So maybe they are kind of still on the fence and confused. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't know what they really want. And then going to Wade's kid, who's 11, I mean, at that age, you kind of start finding yourself, but you still don't know what you want in life yet, even when it comes to sexual preference and other stuff too. But um, I feel like maybe, maybe he want attention and maybe he feel like I can get attention this way, which he has been. I mean, we're talking about him now because he was at the gay march and we've seen him on the runway acting a certain way. Uh, could it be for attention? You know, kids starve for attention. This could be he really don't feel this way, but maybe he's seeking attention. His older brother is getting attention because he's actually a good baller. You've seen videos of him. He, you know, um, playing ball and hooping and stuff. So he's getting attention that way. Maybe his, maybe the younger brother, Zion, feel like, what can I do? I'm not good at ball, so nobody's going to be filming me playing. But maybe if I say I'm gay or I'm leaning towards being gay, I can get attention. Could that be? That could be. Maybe he just starving for attention and this is a route he see to get it and it's working for him actually. So I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm going off and maybe he ain't doing it for attention. Maybe he will turn out to be gay and in, in 15, 20 years from now, he'll still be gay. Maybe he won't. But I don't know. I feel like when you're a certain age and you're that young, I don't think you could be gay yet. But I mean, who knows, man? We'll see, I guess. Uh, like I said, years from now, if he still is gay, then I guess it was in him at the age of 11 still. But I don't know. That's my take on it, man. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's a, it's a tricky slope, man, as far as when you're dealing with, you know, kids. And, you know, like you said, sometimes they are impressionable. And, you know, they may lean some way because of certain things. You know, they may see characters on TV and think, like Mel said, I mean, you know, why not? Why not? Even though I have examples at home of a mother-father relationship, why not? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I am curious. Maybe I just want to try it and I have no means of, but why not? So it's, it's just a real tricky, it's a, just a real, not tricky, but it's just a real 
uh, slippery slope of yeah. uh, trying to navigate that and figuring it out. But, you know, at 11, he may think this is what he wants now. And when he get older, he may change his mind. He may not. So, I mean, that's just something we have to watch as he gets older. But I think at 11 to come out, not even to come out because he hasn't said anything, but, you know, to embrace to embrace who he is at 11 is kind of kind of uh, big for him because most kids don't don't embrace that at 11 because, you know, they're going against everything societies tell them. And, and most parents don't. Most parents yeah. don't embrace it. But the, and, and, and that's and that's the thing. Um that, that's the thing. That's why my um, hat goes off to um, Dwayne Wade because in spite of what outside people are saying, he's not letting that influence right. him embracing his kid. And I know, I know, and I've seen uh, family members that are gay and family members that are gay, their friends, where uh, the parents turn their back on them all because the parents is like, oh, we in a church or we um, Christian, and they turn their back on their kid, pushing them out further and to the LGBTQ where they accept it. And then now this person have no relationship at all with their parent, and their parent pushed them out because of they wanted to live that lifestyle. And then now you find out that the parents been married 25 years in 20 of the years, the dad cheated on the mom and had an outside family, you know? And it's like, here it is. You say that you're not my son and I don't want to have nothing to do with you, but you've been fucking around on my mom, you know, during them my whole life, yeah. you know? So it's like, so how are you going to condemn me and turn your back on me as your, as your child? Yeah, that's, that, that's and, a totally... And then you... you that's a wormhole. You know, you, you, you live in a false life you know at least i'm willing to come out and tell you this is what i want this is how i want to live um and i just uh, me whether you agree with it or not once you, you raise your kids a certain way once they get grown they're going to make the, their own decisions they're not going to always make decisions or they're not going to always go with the morals and values that you instilled in them it don't make you a right. bad parent it just mean they got grown and they made their own decisions right and i think any parent that support their kid um, no matter what decision they are. You tell them right from wrong or you tell them what you think is right from wrong, but you still support them as long as it's, as long as it's not anything that's going to cause death or anything that they can't come back from. Yeah. But if it's something that um, as simple as, you know, as that, like, okay, this is the lifestyle I want to live, I, I just – you don't get no kudos whether it's for religious purposes or not. You don't get no kudos for turning your back on your child because they make a decision that you don't agree with. Right. Yeah. Yo, sure. yo, real quick, man. You know, I went outside to go, you know, use my bathroom and whatnot. Yo, yo, D, your son was like, before I came in the room, he was like, hey, dude. I looked around like, hey, yo, what's up, man? He goes, hey, dude. Uh, let me keep this game. <laughs> I said, what, what you mean by keep? I have it? Like, you want it? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I let you rock out for two weeks. But my kids love that game, so I can't Gotta get it. Got to get it back. Yeah. Hey. I just found it mad funny. He was like, hey, dude. Yo, hey. Let me keep this, man. <laughs> hey, that's his now. He ain't going to give it back. Nah, you know what I'm saying? But I, 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 told, 
I told him he could rock out for two weeks, man. Mm-hmm. Until we come back again. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. It, it was just funny. He gonna have you buying for him next, DA. He gonna be like, when you gotta give it up after two weeks, he gonna be like, yo, just go on and buy it for me. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Don't shake your head. Work, work a bit overtime and just cop it. <laughs> yeah, go on and get it. What is it, the Mario Kart? Nah, it's uh, Splatoon 2. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my kids play that game all the time. But I told him he could, I, I let him live for two weeks, man. Mm-hmm. You know, just like everything else, you know, kids catch that fever. Yeah. Real quick, and then after a while, after just, why, in two uh, weeks, he'll he'll be done with it. By the time we come back, he'll be like, "Yo, I'm good, dude." Yeah, he's like, "Yo, hey, go, is it is it is it, it is it one of them games you can um, complete, or is it just keep going on and on and on?" Well, it, it, it's a game that you can complete, but it also has a you know, Splatoon too. It's it's uh, it has a multiplayer game mode too, where it's like picture like Call of Duty, but more kid friendly with like paint and stuff like that. Oh, okay, so it's pretty okay. dope. Yeah, nah, that's straight. Yeah, definitely, definitely, absolutely kid friendly, man. Yeah, cool. Not no Mortal Kombat or nothing like that. that. Nah. Blood and all that. Nah, it's straight, man. And wrapping up this episode, we're going to go with the good look of the week. My good look of the week is going to go with uh, 12 year old uh, Monty Scott from Michigan. Monty Scott from Michigan. Michigan, 12 12 years old. uh, On his street in his community is a lot of potholes. And he said that he didn't want people to be messing up their car and have to spend out a lot of money like his mom. So what Monty started doing is he grabbed his uh, mom's garbage can, grabbed the shovel. He would go to the backyard of their house, fill the garbage can up with uh, dirt and go fill in the potholes. So he started filling in all the potholes on his own mm-hmm. using um, dirt from mm-hmm. the uh, backyard of their house, filling in potholes. And he was just going block mm-hmm. after block after block, filling in all the potholes. That's dope. Um, that's what's up. So that's what the city at, post at age twelve. Yeah. So at age, <laughs> at age twelve, I ain't gonna front 12, though. As a parent, already, I look outside in the backyard and I see a bunch, bunch of holes, holes in my yard. I'm like yo. <laughs> hey, but at age twelve, yeah, that's man, dope, man. He, nah, he's that's, already he's already putting back into his community mm. at age twelve. That's what's and up. He get man. he get the big look. That good look of the week. The good man. look of the week. What's get his name again? Uh, Monty Scott Monty good look man Monty Scott Monty Young yeah, We appreciate work. you man Yeah keep up the keep good work Keep it up and don't stop man This Save, is just the beginning for you Saving people money From wrecking their cars On them on them messed up roads yeah. man Word Shocks <laughs> and ties are expensive Expensive yeah, I, see, <laughs> I, I see a future congressman Or ottoman Or, or something Or mayor city Or yeah. city councilman a member in Monty Yeah good um, just, Hey just keep it up man Keep hey, it up Monty Before we leave I'm gonna the review of us, I think it was good, but uh, I think the expectations oh, right, let's were talk too about high. It, it was, was good, but the expectations were too high. I was gonna go see it, man, but <laughs> that's that's I, what it is. Like if you told something that's the best, if I give you this glass, say yo, it's the best water you ever had in your life, the best, the best, the best, and then you sipping and it's just all right, it's good, but it's not what I what I told you it would be. Then people say, oh, it was a letdown. It was blah blah blah. It was blah blah blah. So I think the expectations from the uh, the hype from the from the hype of it had it at such a level that when people saw it and it was only just okay, I think that kind of led them to label it something. As like, a flop? As a flop. So right. I think that that's, that's my, 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 my review on it, man. But I still think it was good hey, for y'all, me. Y'all, y'all know my take. What did numbers say? How much money he made on How, how much money? Over, it's probably over 100 yeah, now. I think they cleaned they, up. They, they, oh, they did 70 up. the opening weekend. All, all that matters. That's not a flop in my book. <laughs> yeah. What did numbers say? So, well, hey. As long as you make triple the amount of the budget that you spend is considered a success, mm-hmm. according to Hollywood. For the last thing that I, I ain't, on. I ain't talking about Hollywood. 
Everybody that was supposed I, to get I know paid, you're not talking about Hollywood, paid. but of course, hey, everybody hey, get paid they, up front. Hey, everybody, they everybody, don't get paid hey, at the back hey, end. Everybody, everybody got got their check. Uh, it made what? In the, it made so opening it, weekend. It, it made seventy million. Seventy million. Hey, it, it made you ain't taking the L. That motherfucker yeah, in the so black, not the red. Yeah, I think that's you what take, it is. I think you taking the L when it's in the red. When yeah. you put it out there and it's in the red. Hey, yeah. well, just, what was Hold on. What? I just think it was the expectations, man. People had yeah. it up here, mm-hmm. and then when it came in slightly below that, that led people to think, you know, it was trash. It was blah blah blah. And I think that people truly thought it would be like a. Like a like a horror movie, like jumping and scaring you, so you and think, it wasn't quite that. You think people, that would hurt any? Uh, you think that would hurt any future projects he got coming out? No, 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 because it was still well reviewed and liked by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, I think, were led to believe it would be something that it wasn't from from the trailers. Like you thought it would uh-huh. be like a scary movie on the edge of your seat, clutching your purse, clutching the one you with, and when it wasn't quite that, I think people kind of felt like misled or. Uh, Deceived, but hey, I, I liked it. Hey, with so, anything anybody is, do, as long as you in the black, you in the good. All right, check this out. This is the numbers as of April twelfth. Uh, Us has grossed one hundred and fifty eight point six million dollars in the United States and Canada, hey, that's and sixty six point <laughs> five million dollars in other territories, for a worldwide total of two hundred and twenty five point one million dollars. That's a that's a win. That's, that's against, a win against the production. <laughs> Budget of twenty million dollars. So yeah, that, that, that's, 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 a that's a win in win. my book. That's hey, a win. Twenty million that's to make. Say, that's hey, a win. Twenty million to make, and you made two hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, that's hey. that's yeah. a dub. Hey, that's a big W. Yeah, hey, big what W. I, that's what I say. Hey, I still gotta big, go check it out, man. I had hey, I had the big, opportunity to go see it, man, but uh, I, I, just, saw, I, I saw Shazam last night. That was good. I decided to stay home and play Division Two for all my gamers out there. Division Two. Yeah, I'm People lie, numbers don't lie. Yeah, you right. People lie, numbers don't lie. I still ain't so. seen it yet either. Hey, hey, da, what was up with the uh, Shazam? Shazam, it was good. It, was it wasn't. A, it wasn't kind of cheesy. Like I thought it would be, man, because of the costume. It was a little yeah. bit more kid oriented, right? Yeah, it was full of jokes, and the, the lead star was right. a teenager. The jokes were good so, or corny? Yo, let me right, ask man. you something, man. Did did, right. did it so, lead into further movies? Uh, they hinted. They 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 kind of showed Superman at the end, but they don't show your man's face. Uh-huh. You just saw the uniform. And then the credits involved everybody from the Justice League. So I'm thinking that it's going to lead into, because you know he's a part of the Justice League. Well, you, yeah, you, you know The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is playing Black Adam. Black Adam. So that's, th- a, that's a villain though, right? Yeah, yeah that's a villain. That's uh, supposed- Shazam's. Right. Okay, so. So did they lead no, towards, the credit, towards that direction? No, the end credit, they only showed, they showed like a little caterpillar. He was like, yo, I name all of the, uh, the villains in the universe. So it showed that it's going to be they did like the whole Marvel part, right. end credit. So, and the, the bad guy, I guess he's going to come back in the next one. But Black Adam, I don't think is to like 2020, 2021. So, well, shit, that's the way time shit. We in April now, man. That should be right around the corner. It'd be here before you know it. The dude who plays Shazam, I checked his IMDb and it didn't say the follow up to Shazam. It wasn't in there yet. So, I mean, All maybe right. he's going to do it, but right. I, didn't, I didn't see it in there yet. I definitely got to check that Shazam's out. I think my kids will love it, man. My kids is a big fan of the whole Marvel series. And nah, all my that. son loved it, dude. My son loved it. When they showed Superman at the end, dude, it was this dude in front of me and he was jumping up and down. I'm like, yo. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, bro. bro. <laughs> an adult. An adult. And I was like, yo, they didn't even show Superman. They just showed like the fucking the uniform, dude. It, so right, yo, real quick before we take off, are any one of y'all fans of Star Wars or watch Star Wars? Nah, I'm not. It's really. a new one coming out, right? Nah, Episode nine. Yeah. They just, did they release a trailer yet? Yes. 
I didn't see it. Oh, <laughs> watch it. So is I, it gonna I, be the one involving the girl? Ray. Again? It's gonna be, it's hers, right? Because yes. you know they like skip it, like they did Ray, then they did like Solo. No, they did the one where uh, it was supposed to be like the the birth of the Death Star or whatever. What was what what Darth Vader them be on? Yeah, the Death Star. It was supposed to be like the birth of that. Then it went back to Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, the next one is about her again. Yeah, it t- it oh. takes place after episode, of course, after episode eight. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I I saw the trailer, man. I'm I gotta watch I'm a big movie. Star Wars fan. My whole household is, man. You know, I sat down and watched all, but, but before we go see any new movie, man. You know, I sit down with the kids and we binge watch all the Star Wars movie, man. So everybody in my household, man, we all geeked out, man. Hey, it's just super hype. Hey, GLT, GLT, GLT. GLT. Tomorrow, y'all tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, if you got HBO app, I think they're gonna leak it tonight. I think it has leaked, but I'm still, I'm still wait to, still wait till tomorrow. I'm gonna probably catch up on some sleep. I can't wait. I can't wait. I know if I don't watch it Sunday, then I will watch it Monday. So, but I'm trying to, trying to drag it out as long as possible, being that it's the last season. So. Hey, you gonna you, you can't drag it out too much. People gonna spoil it. Yeah, that's they, that's they, another that's thing, thing, man. I can't even even when you're not trying to see the spoilers, you see the spoilers. Son, yeah. in order so, for you not yeah. to get spoiled, you you need to delete Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You gotta delete all that shit, yeah. bro. Can't hop on like that. So don't even I, jump in the now, group now, chat. Some, now some some <laughs> might do that because I, anybody I, I don't, don't nobody. I don't have it, I don't so. have that problem with some of the shows like Billions. Billions is one of my. They shows. don't spoil that. They don't spoil it because a lot of people don't watch it. Don't watch it. Um, then you know the shy back on. A lot of people. Yeah, ain't I need been to watching, catch up on the A lot shy, of people. Man. A lot of people ain't been watching the new season of that, so I ain't been seeing no spoilers. But see shows like um, Walking, but Power, but Walking, let it be Power. Can't Power. Can't I, I can't skip it, it because yeah. nah, somebody gonna spoil yep. it. I can't. Yeah. No, power. Walking Dead. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones. Dude, you just yeah. you, can't, the, the you, can't, ones, you can't. You can't. You can't ignore them, yeah. dude. Uh, Shit, yeah, I think those are the only ones Man, in my sp- lifetime that were big like that where they provided spoilers. Speaking on Walking Dead, uh, I'm, Wire. I'm, I used to hate when I missed the episode oh, of Wire. Nobody spoiled and, that for uh, me. And uh, with, I know me, my cousins, all of us, and they'll be like, "Oh, did you see what Avon you know or Marlo uh, uh, or uh, Stringer Bell did?" Breaking Bad. Nobody spoiled yeah. that. It just uh, seems like the the mega mega shows. People fucking Walking Dead and Game of Thrones being the fucking two big ones. You can't. You can't, you can't avoid those, dude. Yeah. You gotta watch them ASAP. Or now, now, Breaking Bad, nobody spoiled Breaking Bad for me. Yo, uh, Breaking Bad that, was on some was, other uh, shit, man. I wanted, but but, it, but I think it was because a lot of people slept on it. A lot of people didn't start getting into it to the until end. like yeah, same until here. Like the second season I or was, the third season. That's how I was too. So they was behind. It's like uh, people. A lot of them shows do, do like the Wire, Breaking Bad, Billions, uh, The Sopranos. A lot of them shows. I jumped in right when they started, you know, because I got the HBO, mm-hmm. Showtime, and all that stuff, stars. So a lot of them, when they come out with the season premiere, which they got a few, um, I think Showtime, Showtime, HBO, and stars have a few uh, new series that's coming out that's, yeah. that's going to be yeah. good. But yeah, them big so, ones, especially in like the black community, you can't power. You got to watch that shit ASAP, dude. Mm-hmm. But it, but the bigger shows like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, that's big with everybody. You either got to delete the fucking apps or you got to watch them with everybody else, dude. Yep. So. But on that note, man, we out of yep. here. We once, out. Once again, people, man, if, if, if you haven't, it just so happened to be scrolling along the pages, man, and bumping to our, 
into our podcast, man. We appreciate you for the listeners coming back. Once again, we appreciate you guys as well. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we got a merch line. Once again, uh, the link to the description is in the bio. You want to show your love, show your support. Just check all those things out, man. And on that note, man, we out of here, man. Peace. Yeah, you can follow us on Uncensored Mics at everything. Um, just type in Uncensored Mics, IG, Uncensored Mics, Twitter, yeah, that, Uncensored Mics at Gmail. Said. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's but you, you, you told them to subscribe and follow us, but you ain't tell us where it was. I said, I, I also, I said Instagram, was. Facebook. Hey, I said everything else, hey, man. Hey, listen, Eggy. I, I understand you missing okay. T'Challa. Okay. But, but, hey. No, I actually hey, think, I actually hey, why, think why we sounded kind of good hey, right hey, now. Your, hey, your voice, your voice think, got low like, uh, like, like it was when you, um, was over there playing with that, uh, nipple. I think, <laughs> I, I think the atmosphere was a lot better with just four people in the room. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, Uh-oh. let me stop, man. Yo, let me stop. Yo, T, you my man, homie. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, T'Challa, my brother, man. Y'all my brothers. Right? Yeah. He's going to be yeah. back on the next yeah. episode. He'll be back. Yep. All right. We Later, out. y'all. We Peace. Yep. Thanks for listening to the rawest podcast on the planet. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with a friend that needs to hear that raw. Oh, yes. Don't forget to follow Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggy on all social media at uncensored mics and if you have some feedback for the show save it for someone who gives a damn see you again next time on uncensored mics